Hey, growing up crazy addendum. I will call this bonus, or I guess it's more of an addendum because it's a response to a question somebody asked about me. So, my original bonus story about being in the church uh, when Spirit silenced the pastor. It's kind of funny that the Spirit would silence the pastor of the church, but you know the Holy Spirit does as it do. You know, <laughs> and, uh, and a good time was had by all. But a friend of mine brought this up, and it was in relation to actually the, the recent court decision, the Supreme Court decision concerning abortion, because a lot of that is tied to fundamentalist Christianity. And somebody says, well, okay, well, that's all well and good when everybody's just praying for cancer, and you're praying into the earth, and you're praying for poverty, and you're praying for addiction, and you're praying, you're just speaking prayer over the whole world. That's all well and good, but what about, as he called them, the Christian assholes? And I want to say that, first of all, being Christian isn't what made them an asshole. Somebody was an asshole, and then they can choose whatever religion they want. It, it's all how you interpret it. It's all what it's used for. Like so many things, it's what it's used for. And whenever I'm whenever I'm evaluating something, especially something in the 3D, I always look at at three primary characteristics. One, what was the intention? Like, what is the purpose it's supposed to serve? Two, how successfully does it serve that purpose? And three, how easy how easy is it to fix when it breaks? Because everything breaks, and you know everything. You know, you can have the best car in the world if it has a faulty piece buried inside of the engine. It's it's pretty much a worthless car. You know, and so so those are the three things I quantify things by. So I want to start off by, by saying first and foremost. You know, no activity makes you anything. Usually people are assholes and then they pick and choose where they want to fit in. And in any single segment of society, like uh, one of the biggest, uh, hate, most hateful, spiteful person I ever met in my life had dreadlocks. And one of probably the nicest, most self-aware people I've ever known. What I would call like almost like Ubermensch, you know, like a perp, like, like a very stable, one of the most stable human beings I've ever met wore a three-piece suit. So... In every strata, in every in every strata of society, in every group, in every demographic, it always breaks down along similar lines. It always seems like there's five percent of the people that are extraordinarily gifted, and they're sort of dragging along the rest of the ninety-five percent of us. Like they're dragging the rest of us along, and then fifteen percent of the population is actively just trying to fuck shit up, and. I don't know, whatever demographic, that just seems how it breaks down to my mind. You know, and the church is absolutely no different. And I'd say most of the people are just trying to get along. 5% of the people are really there, are in it to win it. And there's a 15% of the pop of that demographic that are just assassins of joy. They're happy smashers. That is what brings them pleasure, is smashing happy. And you're going to find that everywhere, and church included. We sort of tend to highlight it in the church because of the being uh, that we're, we're the most familiar with that aspect, and they're very, very vocal. But that's true in every demographic, your own included. Whatever demographic you find yourself in when you listen to this recording, there's probably 15% of your demographic are just assholes, and you're not going to escape that. So that try to try to become friends with the 5% that's dragging the rest of us along. The, the cell phone, the same as an algorithm, technology included, the cell phone that I'm talking to you on right now, it could be running on fairy dust and unicorn farts. I have no idea how this thing's working. This thing was created by the 5% of people that actually understand these things. And the rest of us are just following along in their wake. You know, and then <laughs> there's the 15% of the population that is doing it for downloading raunchy porn. So, you know what? It's, it's, uh, it is what it is. But jumping back to the Christian asshole part of it before this bonus material gets too long, 
is uh, there's so there's another story. Uh, I, I go to these churches as directed by Spirit, and there was one time I was directed, was told, like I woke up after prayer time, after the morning meditation, I was shown specifically which one to go to. It was Calvary Chapel in Newport Ritchie, Florida, and I walked in there, and there was armed security. Um, the a lot of the congregation volunteered to be armed security. I have a concealed carry permit. I'm familiar with holsters. I'm familiar with, with carrying concealed weapons concealed. And all of these people had guns. I'm looking around, and, and I could tell by their stance. I could tell by their demeanor. And according to the law in Florida, you can have a bulge. It's just the bulge can't be identified. It's called an imprint. You can't have the imprint of a gun. You can have a bulge below your wa- uh, inside of your waistband, and that's totally legal. And I'm looking at all these people carrying concealed, and they're all looking at me because I'm new and I have long hair. And I'm being eye-banged hardcore by these wannabe Gestapo. And whatever, the service starts. And it's like one of those mega churches, and they have a wonderful sound system. And I go down to the front uh, to the altar, and I'm worshiping with the rest of the 5%. And uh, the members of the security follow and are standing behind me, like close to me, like within tackling distance, about eight feet away. And I can feel it behind me. And it's, it's, I'm being eye-banged by some aggro with a gun. And it really made it hard to get my my uh, you know my my love on. <laughs> I gotta say, I had to completely block out the energy and just center in a line and just ignore the en- energy as this guy's sending mind bullets at my back, wall armed, you know, ready to tackle me at <laughs> a moment's notice. So we all returned to our chairs, and I'm starting to wonder, like, Spirit, why am I here? Why am I here? We all return to our chairs. The guy follows me back to the chairs. He's still eye banging me. The funniest part about it is he leaves me alone after I throw a twenty in the offering bin because I usually do offering directly after worship at these kinds of places you know get them while they're fired up and so i'm just thinking like wow the gestapo was bought off with a 20 what I can't, you know, anyway all of those implications aside he goes back and the pastor comes on stage and this guy is just zinging one-liners of hatred and contempt the entire service like and that's all he was doing it was weird it was like a rally it was literally like like a MAGA rally. It was like, and God didn't create Adam and Steve, he created Adam and Eve. And I was like, yeah! And, and all of the tripe bullshit you hear, like I was literally expecting the, the audience to start the crowd of build a wall, the chant of build a wall. I was literally expecting it, like, build a wall, build a <laughs> As this guy's just doing it, get him fired up with nothing but angst and hatred and, and a resentment, you know? And it was just fear and outrage the whole way through. He took a shot at every single demographic, every single religion. There was a bunch of stabs of Buddhism in there and I'm thinking like Buddhism like the laughing Buddha really a jolly you're gonna rag on a jolly fat guy like do you go in the mall and kick Santa in the shins too it's like what exactly is going on here and the whole time I'm talking to Spirit I'm ready to leave because normally I just walk out of places like this and um, Spirit's like no stay it's like okay and finally I ended up staying just to see if there was any demographic he would not get his hatred on that was literally by the end of it because we're going on like an hour now and I'm like I'm thinking he's he's running out of groups to ridicule. And finally, he's done. And uh, they have a spaghetti social afterwards. And I go to the spaghetti social. I'm I'm still talking to Spirit here. I'm still like, Spirit, what was that about? Like, dear Heavenly Father, what on earth am I supposed to be learning right now? Like, I know this. This is exactly why I don't go to church. Like, this is exactly why I walked away from it. This right here is pretty much the epitome of, of why I, I said uh, ex-nay in, in, you know, in my early years. Like, this is just uncool in all in all forms, and it's being done in your name, in the name of, of spirit, even though there's no spirit here. No spirit living here. And I was like, just go to the spaghetti social. So I went. 
And of course, I start talking to the person in line next to me, and the Gestapo comes out again. The Gestapo comes and, and comes to surround us, and the guy's like, "Oh no, they 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 realize who I am." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Well." Well, I'm homeless. I'm just here for the food. So the last time they caught me because I was I was homeless, but this time I I dressed. Uh, I went to the thrift store and bought some good clothing. Like I couldn't tell he was homeless. He, he showered, shaved. I uh, don't know how or where, but was in nice clothing. But you confessed he was like homeless. He's like, oh, they're going to ask me to leave. He's like, damn it, I was hungry. And that was just the last fucking straw. I was just like, what? So we get surrounded by by the SS. And uh, and I'm looking at these guys, and they're like, you're going to have to... And they're talking to him now. They're like, you're going to have to come with us. And I was like, no, he's staying. And they looked at me, and they're like, what? I was like, he's staying. He's with me, and he's staying. And they're like, well, we need him to leave. I was like, no, you don't. He's staying. You're leaving. And this went... And they just didn't know what to make of me. And this was, I guess, I don't know if it was... I don't know if... If a presence came upon me, I don't know, because I'm 5'7", and I weigh 150 pounds, and these guys are packing heat, and uh, a lot bigger than that. <laughs> like uh, the famous Ryan, Ron White said, I don't know how many of them it would have taken to kick my ass, but I know they had more than that. <laughs> and, uh, but I, by this point, oh my gosh, I was just over it. I think, I don't know if this was a, a, a throwing out, the, uh, I don't know what this was, but they they left. They left. They um, they they left. I I call it a miracle. I'm calling it a miracle because uh, they were they were rejecting people, and it wouldn't have been that difficult to get me out with the homeless guy as well. They, I don't know, they could have just as easily figured out that I was homeless as well. But we stayed. We had spaghetti. The worst, the worst, worst. 19 cent box of spaghetti and tomato paste reconstituted you ever had in your life for a mega church oh dear lord i couldn't even touch it i'm half italian so i gave my portion to this man who ate it as well we just sat up there eating and it was the best thing in the world because the, the pastor finally i guess they they tipped off the pastor there's some dude up here that's like telling us to get lost and so the pastor of the church comes up trying to suss out who i am you know and uh we're all, he's already uh into digging into his second plate tucking into that and the pastor comes up to the church to talk to me and he's just like so uh first time here huh where, where are you from like trying to figure me out and i was just like oh yeah first time here uh, do you do you normally preach on sundays he's like yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm here every sunday just doing the smiling thing until he can figure out like what's my story and uh i was like is there service any other time because i like the worship service he's like well yeah yeah we have we have church on thursdays too and i was like are you preaching on Thursday? He's like, no, no, that's brother and so-and-so. I was like, okay, I'll come back on Thursday then. And his face, this is the funniest thing, his face just fell, and he just looks at me, doesn't say another word, and turns around and walks away. And they appoint one of the uh, one of the ghouls uh, to stand guard uh, in the chow hall and just, just keep an eye on us. So we finished our food and left. And I have no idea, you know, it's so, so I, but, and I'm telling this story. For one is like, yes, yeah, Spirit definitely directed me to this place. Spirit definitely had me sit through the surface. And and I don't think it was for the purpose of feeding this man, although it very well could have been. It could have just been that this is a house of God and this man was hungry and needed food. That really could have been the entire purpose behind all of it. But it was also because it, it also benefited me because it cemented in my mind that these people do not have a monopoly on what this means. They do not have a monopoly on spirituality. They do not hold the keys. They do not hold the answers. It really is all up to us. It is subjective and it is very much a personal relationship with the divine. And that I don't have to be afraid and I don't have to, because before I'd be like, when before when I first started going back, I was kind of almost felt like I was hiding. Like I wasn't supposed to be there. You know what I mean? It was just the sense of it that I had. And this is what I want to tell everybody out there is that, yes, there's 
trouble in every single demographic. You can never get over it. So don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. This is what I learned. Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Because there is good to be had in all things, in all demographics, in all situations. And you're never going to get away from that 15% uh, happy smashers anyway. You're never going to get away from them anyway. You're never going to get away from the 15% of people that are assholes. And you're going to miss out on the 5% of the people that are really doing good work in every single demographic. So treat all people fairly. Treat yourself fairly. Understand these things and just accept it and roll with the punches, my friends. That's really what it is. And this whole tribalism of demonizing entire demographics based on a word, we need to knock that shit off too. All right, cheers. Growing up crazy? Ah, sorry, it took so long, but you know, it felt like it was a story worth telling. All right, be well. Love to all. Talk to you later.